When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hello, my name is Dave Hanrady and there will be no encore. Welcome to episode 27 of the No Encore podcast. Twice in one week? What the hell? Yeah, I know, it's ridiculous. But as a matter of fact, uh, Cullum alluded to it on the last episode. We had a boozy chat with Wallace Bird, who uh, releases her new album Home Today, actually. If you listen to it today on the Friday that we dropped this episode, that's right, it's a Friday episode. Weekend bonus. Essentially, we kind of listened back to the chat and we thought it was enjoyable. Hopefully you will too. And we figured rather than just shoehorn it into our next episode and maybe even cut it down some more, we're going to give you the entire thing Wallace is great crack. There may have been a rogue bottle of wine in the studio, but what can we do? So on this episode, it's myself, Colin and Craig, talking to Wallace Bird about her excellent new record, which we all highly recommend. I think you should check out. But listen to this first, because it's a, it's a fun time. Uh, she's a particularly cool character, and as always, had a lot to say. So without further ado, this is our chat with the great Wallace Bird. Uh, we're delighted to be joined in studio by the one and only Wallace Bird. How are you? Hi. Oh. Clapping for myself. Yeah, <laughs> join in. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of uh, it, it's weird to applaud someone. I think when they're sitting right next to you. Yeah, so yeah. was that was that weird for you? Dave, well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. What an opening! Doesn't hear that a lot. <laughs> I don't. But no. uh, welcome back. You're back in the country. Woo! Yeah. Jeez, it sounds like I travelled like by foot. Or that uh, you were banned for a period. Yeah. <laughs> well, we that exile, that yeah. Now, but, you know, Ryanair had you know their issues with me for a while, but we got through it. And we've had our issues with Ryanair. <laughs> uh, is Berlin still home? Is it still home? Oh my god, lads! I I won't lie. Every day is a holiday, and every day is a school day. Uh, it's the most hedonistic town 
slash sweet town ever. It, well, yeah, here I am in Dublin and I'm quite drunk already. I've only been here like four <laughs> hours or something. Yeah. So you have to do before you come and talk to us, to be fair. Like, you know, <laughs> I had like, to get drunk. But if you were in Berlin, you'd be in like a warehouse by now, just pilled out of it. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging off the rafters. So, you know, what's a bit of wine like? What's a bit of, w- what's a bit of wine between friends? You know, just <laughs> would turn into. Uh, I was in Berlin for one whole day and I went to kind of a warehouse. The bad thing. place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, no. I went to a bad place. I went to kind of a warehouse thing and uh, David Ghetto was DJing. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I say DJing. USB stick and pretty press much play. Yeah. holding uh, aloft his Beats headphones, which were like the purpose of the trip. So the G-Man himself, oh, the G-Man. Yeah. It seems like a cool place, the though. G-man. It doesn't Great ones called him the G-Man during a <laughs> during interview. a public interview. Yeah. <laughs> There's the G-Man. I just started laughing in the crowd. I was like, who's ever called him the G-Man? <laughs> Kind of works though. Now, yeah, yeah. Though. I think yeah. it'll stick. I think it'll stick. He's a he 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 is a musical visionary though. Um, but Berlin seemed cool from the twenty four hours I was there. Uh, there was a tour guide who kept taking us to these cool spots, and he would say to us, he'd be like, "Well, you know, we can see all these distressed uh, kind of you know facades and all this amazing artwork by the artists who were told that they you know aren't part of the city, but they put their own stamp on the city." And he's like, "That's what Berlin's all about." And then like he'd lead us down another street and go, "And of course now we can see the capitalization or the capitalism here that came in and all these big stores, and that's what Berlin's all about." And I was like. <laughs> Which is it? So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Modern, modern. The modern version of the city is, of course, like touched by modern capitalism and touched by everything. But mostly, when my, when somebody comes and visit me, uh, they're like they can't understand how there's not a main street, or there's like four main parts of the city, and uh, there's it's mostly independent shops, and that's not what you expect a city to be. So it's exactly what you don't expect a city to be, I guess. In terms of artistry, obviously, it's kind of famous as being, you know, that place where people mm. go to make albums. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah. sort of stirs the senses in that way? Uh, there's a lot of albums that don't get made there because there's so much to be doing. There's something um, very immediate and magnetizing about the city. Okay, take a big, dig, big deep breath. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like... Um, it's this thoroughfare for people like passing at a really intense time in their life is is mostly what I experience from people there. They're passing for some really intense period in their life. And um, it's kind of like this. You can take a, a train for an hour and head to another country like Poland. And um, it's a it's a great big freedom as well, because they, they've been so um, repressed by politics and so repressed by um, life, life has repressed them that they don't deal with that. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't deal with uh, police well, and police have learned to live with people not dealing well with police. And uh, general authoritarianism doesn't go down well, and partying is a must because they've got shit to load off their shoulders or something. So, so it's like your perfect place, essentially. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> just it's just art, living, breathing, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not pretentious, and it never sleeps, and it's really interesting. Yeah, so it's like I, f- I feel like I'm in an epicenter of something wild. But you put up a good. photograph there about a week or so ago, which was a hotel with a diving board. Yeah, off the side of the hotel onto the street. Mm-hmm. It's just asking yeah. for trouble, isn't it? Like, I mean, <laughs> they do you know that they put a diving board off the side of their off the side of their hotel because they weren't getting any residents. You know, they weren't getting any work. 
So they put this fucking diving board off the side of their hotel and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, cool, we've, you know, we're outbooked and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hipsters. <it's> <laughs> that, but that's 60 years ago. Jesus. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, wow. there you go. Original you know? hipsters. Original hipsters. have lived their lives. These are all yeah, hipsters. I'm sorry to say. Every what? single one. What? You've got your own podcast. Give me a break. <laughs> now, <guys>. listen. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, let's not throw stones. <laughs> Gray Norton ultimate. has a podcast. <laughs> Let me see your shoes. Give me a look. No, I'm just kidding. Wearing some nice shoes today. <laughs> Feet uh, on the table. That one day I was in Berlin, the hotel I stayed in was called a music hotel. It was, uh, it was this incredible, very garish, but cool place. But like they had a guitar room service. So you can get your ironing board and you get an electric guitar brought up to your room. And they had also a room where you can go and play drums. What? Awesome. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, that pop star, uh, Oland, I think is her name, she was outside shooting a video. Very cool. Very, oh, very wow. cool yeah, place. Yeah. So, yeah. Why don't we do that everywhere? Yeah. Guitar room service. Like, what the? Did you avail of any of the... I can play guitar, man. Yeah, I'm not drums. You must have... I didn't have time. I suppose. I, was thinking, like, I had to go... To touch I, the G-man. I had to go and get mojitos made with lots of other journalists. Remember that other journalist was there who I, I was like, hey, man, listen to my band. And he was like, I'm not, I'm not, not really into it, man. And I was just like, what the fuck? I love Strange. that guy. I love that guy. Strange Everyone should be that honest. <laughs> I'm never going to listen oh, to the CD. I've never been more shut down in my life. But nonetheless, so yeah, uh, if you met that guy, that journalist, and you offered him your new album, he'd probably say no. But he shouldn't because it's great. We've heard it. It's yeah, we can all we all agreed yesterday that was really good, so we can talk oh, about it. I'll yeah. give you a fifty euro later. Thanks so much. We, awesome. we have a group chat, and I was like, lads, the album's really, really good, isn't it? And I was like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could have just breezed past. Oh I heard it a week or two ago. Yeah, and I was like, it's it, it's really good. And oh, then obviously, yeah, when this started coming together, I was like, let's. Right. It's rare that we're all. It's rare that we're all on the same page yeah. there as well. So yeah, no. Um, and I, like, there's lots of new albums to come out, and like, I've kind of been buried in lots of them. And I was like, it yeah. was, it was, it was, it was nice to kind of be like to be hit by something quite straight away because some of them haven't been. But I think this Ooh, is really, okay. really good. Um, there's quite a lot of range on it as well. Like, it mm-hmm. felt like you were deliberately going for a lot of different styles. I'm always doing that. Um, no, yeah, uh, yeah. This one was like, it was kind of coming to terms with. Mm-hmm. Going that probably I sound quite like uh, oh, oh what would you call it I don't know it's multitude of sounds I can't I, I'm not meaning to I'm just doing it by accident um, but I I just felt a lot calmer about doing it this time around before it was like crafting and you know blah 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 but this time it was like just taking time and just taking time and falling out of bed and uh, writing a tune and then being like, is it good enough? No, I'll throw it away or work on it some more. It's just really relaxed. Is that to do with subject matter, experience? What? Oh, um, subject matter, like um, mostly, I guess, uh, I kind of just wrote about love, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's kind of a bit like banal and like boring that way. In, But I, you know, this time it's like, it's... It's kind of this, uh, yeah, subject matter, definitely. Like, I was writing it basically about, like, saying I could be dead tomorrow, literally, and uh, I I don't know if I'm going to be this happy ever again. So um, I'm in a calm place about it, and I'm in a good place about feeling okay about being happy. So kind of just saying, all right, then just write about that and don't try too hard to write about something else. Yeah. I couldn't hugely relate to the record lyrically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm a lesbian though. I'm right about. Oh, I'm just kidding. 
Um, no, but I think you're the happiest guy I know. <laughs> I think that really works though because it's such a kind of raw, honest thing. You just thought feck it, and it's yeah. you know a proper, pure expression. I think that comes across really well. Um, and some of my favorite records are like that, like Vampire Weekend's last one, which is kind of about maybe settling down or just finding contentment in yourself. Mm. Um, again, I don't know why I like those records because I can't relate, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked for me. <laughs> cool, right? Oh, you're you're inside very happy, Craig. Like, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Ah, yeah. Like uh, I suppose with which with much stuff like stuff that you don't want to like but do like, uh, which catches you by surprise is often because it's just uh, like. It's it wasn't trying or something like mm. I really liked Two Unlimited for its record because it was not trying. Yeah, yeah. Like their single came out two years after they got, you know, their their album came out two years after fame. But they like they wrote an album because they had to, you know, she, like, like people got a. Oh, my God, what an amazing reference to Unlimited. OK, so I'm <laughs> referencing my. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you got to write a record, you got to write a record. Colin, you can write the Hot Press headline now, how Wallace Bird was inspired by <laughs> two unlimited. Well, no, weren't we the, all, though? No. <laughs> in various ways. Still we were. Yeah, the strangest so. fucking oh thing is gosh. that if people might have read in Hot Press interview that I did a couple of weeks ago with all twins, they referenced two unlimited as well. Oh, oh something in the water. Are two is, unlimited yeah, <laughs> inspiring Why? Irish music? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um... One thing actually that, yeah, and I guess, you know, it's kind of strange, obviously, like I said, I'd already done that interview with All Twins and they mentioned Two Unlimited as well. That's One thing that's obviously appeared since your album is, have you watched Stranger Things? No, man. And uh, my bandmates are like, you got to watch this. Uh, and I watched the two main kids out of it singing the theme tune, which looks Im- incredibly brilliant yeah but when I put on your album the very first track starts with those same sort of like wavering ah, synths uh-huh, as uh-huh. the Stranger Themes song and uh-huh. I was just like ooh this is very topical isn't it considering <laughs> it's probably topical. recorded in February <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah March when we're yeah it's March that you made the album it was March uh, no it was last March that I made that tune it was like uh, uh, I guess the topical thing of the synth uh, is that like most of what I'm listening to now, even even like folk, deeply folk music is starting to touch into synth music because we're all in the Western world deeply touched by um, computers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we grew up with dial tone, for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a fax machine. And that's somehow music to me as well. So I didn't touch upon it before because I thought that's bullshit for me to touch upon it because I'm not that artist so but for the last record I was just like I just set up a bunch of stuff I set up a Nord keyboard a fax machine a fax <laughs> very machine. experimental this record <laughs> modem <I contacted laughs> really rocks that fax machine <laughs> oh it's yeah. ready to go dial tone and <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was just kind of like eking into, I get it was just osmosis. I couldn't help it. The yell synth vibes, you know, and then sitting down in front of it and going, this feels good. And that was the only. Yeah, it's a very comforting thing, isn't it? Maybe mm-hmm. just because of our ages where it just feels like it brings you right back and you kind of just can, yeah, sink into it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are, are you sorry? Are you better go on a kids today? We'll never understand the hardships that we had. Man. So, is, is, that, is that where this is going? That's for later. That comes later. You don't see <laughs> leaks slip this in the nineties. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Craig. Please continue. I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, I was going to say, was there a point when you realised, okay, now I've got the makings of an album, as opposed to just thinking away on stuff? Was it the thematic thing? Was it the? Uh, there 
I suppose uh, there was a point when I thought that I had the album, which was towards the end of the last album, the shit one called Architect, which I was kind of building towards something. And I said that I, I knew that I was going to call the new record Home, which is really cliche. And I hate that because I feel like I've not I am. Uh, OK, I am cliche. So home is just a really like kind of a cut, clean and dry, cookie cutter fucking name of a record. But it was like it just felt right. Um, so I was trying to deny it the whole time and trying to invent something, you know, whatever didn't come up. And um, I've lost the meaning. I'm just going to have a drink of wine. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll jump in and say that two years ago when I interviewed you, I, uh, I named your fifth album and you said that you'd go with it. And then you did. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. shit. There you go. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah it's I fine. Cold. It's grand. It was you, good you, as well. You don't, even, you don't remember what it was, do you? It was actually very good. It was machine. <laughs> machine. Oh! Because you said that you felt like a machine. And I was like, totally your fifth record. Boom. <laughs> do it. And you were like, I just might. And I was like, I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> Feel like a machine would have been even better. Feel like a machine. Would have to be kind of like sexy or and I saw it was called home and I had to take like a, had to take a few minutes. And I was just like, all right, fair enough. So, you know, like, it's what musicians will do, man. They'll just, they'll just lie to you. Well, it's in the back pocket <laughs> yeah. for, you know. Oh, Record number six or <laughs> B-sides collection, perhaps. Yeah. What else was on the stereo when you were making the record? What were you listening to? Because obviously there's a huge bleed from kind of soul and jazz, mm-hmm. I think, as well. Uh, I was mostly listening to black music. I was listening to, like, uh, Fela Kuti, a load of Tony Adams. Uh, I was listening to uh, Aretha Franklin, uh, Herbie Hancock, uh, it was mostly grooving music, to be honest with you, uh, and I kind of just slung into that. Um, to come back to your I've answer been as waiting. well, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like I got the title for the record, so it was easy to know what was to write about. You know, it was home, but it was then the the point was to say, do I feel comfortable with writing about something and damning myself to putting a picture of myself and my girlfriend on the cover sure. in an embrace? This is ridiculous. Like so, but I was like, fuck it, man. You yeah, know? yeah. I just thought, um, what is home to people? And home to people is uh, hugging them. You know, a, a really good embrace, man. It can like just make you feel like um, weightless almost. Uh, so you're not even on touching land. So you're not touching a place or something. Um, and that's where the soul music came into pushing me along was because, well, like, especially with Fela Kuti, man, he's not four on the floor. He's absolutely not. He's the exact opposite. And he's this weightless lift of, of anti-rhythmical micro-rhythm, which was like where you lift your shoulders before you put a foot to the floor, you know? So the, I was into that kind of thing, like this weightlessness. and uh, Because I feel like nobody is at home unless they feel it in their head, like. Right. So, yeah. The, t- uh, the, t- the title track, though, obviously is very, you know, personal. And I think that was like the first thing to release from the record as well. You know, kind of quite naked, dare I say brave, uh, kind of to cool. tie in with the cover. And like it's... Um, you know, it's that kind of Shan Nose thing, and it's it reminded me a little bit. Actually, I was thinking this on the way over. It reminded me of like I saw Rufus Wainwright play in Vicar Street in I think it was two thousand and seven, uh-huh. 
and he did uh, Makushla and he did like you know without any music any backing nothing and like everyone in Vicar Street just like shut up and you could hear a pin drop <laughs> and it was unbelievable and actually on the way over while I was thinking about that Rufus Wainwright came on my iPod which was kind of terrifying but that's happened at the exact same moment I just started talking to you yeah Dave <laughs> Dave, Dave got to bring Dave. this up please don't yeah please make sure that you use this anecdote but um <laughs> Rufus will occasionally just talk to you won't he, he will yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he just spirits in and uh, do you know what song it was it was like dinner at eight and I was like oh, oh this is the most devastating song ever but like his dad ripping him to pieces like but no, I mean, like this, uh, the title track is, uh, as Cullum said in advance, he was like, it's a fucking stunner. And it really is. So. <laughs> I was coming in here expecting nobody to like even give this any time. So this is like, I've goosebumps, you bastards. Like, We've got 35 like minutes more. Right <laughs> we, can be, we can be nice on occasion. Yes. <laughs> Every now and then. Oh man! I Plus, agree. to be fair, I've been focused on very limited things this week. It was either your album or the Olympics that we were going to be right, talking about. Right. So you know. Okay, well, synchronized women is way better. <laughs> yeah, it's got more sense to it, or something. I was watching synchronized diving yesterday. They weren't too synchronized. It was pretty awful. I think it was the first <laughs> round. It was just I can't they were like crying the in the showers after. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all gone green. It's algae or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like they had years to prepare or anything. <laughs> But back to the album, <laughs> and uh, in particular that song. So, um, was that kind of like, as you say, you're, you're kind of like fuck it, like you know, I'm just gonna go for broken this record. So obviously that kind of reflects it as well. I think. I mean, it's it's a hell of a song. <laughs> I guess I had. I, I think it was like I never had this. Okay, I did. The whole record feels like uh, it's some big coming out or something, but it never was because I was never uh, n- not speaking about me. Uh, but uh, after I guess when I met my girlfriend that kind of put stuff into perspective she had told her family before I had had originally come out to my dad like I'm daddy's girl and I'm 32 years old and I still haven't told my dad that I will maybe bring a girlfriend back to the house so it was like I guess I better do that because she had done that and there was something so simple about um in in a way, I guess the the whole record is like basically a kind of a re- reflection of uh, my girlfriend's influence upon me, uh, which is very 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 calming. She's an incredibly calm person, an incredibly um, what's it called when somebody's like logistically worked out and they like um, it, it, everything's easy and you can say it in one sentence rather Come than. Come on, journalists. Like <laughs> <laughs> don't ask us. Jesus Christ. She's Definitely dead. don't ask us. I need at least 800 words to get a point across. Um, yeah, it was like trying to say the most, Im- like, f- for me, the, probably the most important thing. In Measured? Measured, yeah. Streamlined? Yeah. Are we going to go? Streamlined. Yeah, I'll go with both Streamlined? of them. Measured and streamlined. Aerodynamic? Are you guys? No airbags. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. It'd go all the wrong directions here. Um, yeah, it was just being the simplest, saying the hardest thing in the simplest way, I guess. I mean, we talked about this a little while and we're going to talk about Beyonce in a minute because I know you're a fan. But when mm-hmm. we were discussing her album, we said like, you know, what are the chances that she could work on this for any extended period of time and not tell Jay-Z about it and share some totally, of it with right? him, yeah. him and yeah. stuff? What was that home life like? No, but so what was yours like? <laughs> What's did you, going on there? <laughs> did, did, let's get down. Did, your, gir- did your girlfriend hear the songs coming together verse by verse or... Uh, Occasionally, yes. Or catch you looking at her going, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
I had her stand in front of me for every <laughs> tune. Um, like there's these wonderful moments where um, you'd you. I'd be playing the piano and she'd come in and sit with me and and then I'd lay down a line or something. You had or, been playing angry kind of notes. Yeah, and you're just, oh. I hate you <laughs> and I want to break up. Oh, hey. What you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? What you wearing? Uh, no. <laughs> but like all of these, I it was really domestic. Uh, it was like um, taking two people, like both of us uh, work like very little actually uh we she's <laughs> she's uh she's a musician and she takes care of kids so she kind of like her time she works half a week and i would also work so we've a lot of free time um i just working on a record so i have free time and uh we'd just be hanging out you know and it'd be like cooking a dinner and you get a line or something just these sweet moments you you know wake up in the middle of the night and you got an idea and so you're trying to set it into your phone really quietly. Um, yeah, it was just this really dom- domestic, s- sweet, uh, it, it wasn't forceful, it wasn't, she, yeah, she'd hear everything, so, okay. yeah. And so that means as well, there wasn't some strange moment where you had to sit her down and play 35, 40 minutes <laughs> of the album in a <laughs> row. <laughs> Could now be wait, overwhelming. Wait to figure out who, who do you yeah. think this is about, and it's very important that you get this right. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you, you know, uh, we might not be on the same page. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! So this is written about Michael. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Beyonce, though, um, mm. you actually, well, you, you picked Black Star for your record of the year so far for yeah. us a few weeks ago. Mm. And but I'm wondering where Lemonade ranks because the last time I spoke to you a couple of years ago, you were urging me, like you were like, Dave, stop this interview right now and go listen to the latest Beyonce <laughs> record. Um, yeah. and I she abs- just wanted the interview to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, can't take Can a I hint. Please get off the phone. Like, <laughs> it's enough. But yeah, I mean, like the latest Beyonce record surprised me. I feel like I had the same kind of experience a lot of people do with that record in particular. The three of us were all quite taken with it as well. And because like, I've, I, 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 I feel like I kind of rate Beyonce a lot more as a songwriter now than I did. Mm. And I think Lemonade's fantastic. Where do, where, where do you stand on it? I think the woman has worked her whole off to do what she wants now, and now she's doing what she wants. Uh, it's really exciting. She's no holds barred, and um, she she can do it at a, an incredibly high quality to the whole world. So she's using her uh, her community status. She's using her race. She's using her stance as what she feels it means to be a woman. And she's just grasping all of these things that is not really touched upon in pop because you're supposed to just like plumaws, you know. And she doesn't give a shit about any of that. And it came out of nowhere and she just like dropped two records. It's so badass, actually. Mm. Just dropping a record and like middle fingering what a pop uh, status is supposed to be, I suppose. Yeah, I really dig it. And um, sorry. No, I saw her live uh, not so long ago in Croke Park. And I was saying that like not only does the new stuff have that element, but now that she's done it, it almost like a lot of the older songs have some sort of added bite. Now that oh, you cool. know, like what's actually kind of driving behind them, you know, yeah. mm. like even a song like "Survivor," which is like fifteen years old, which is frightening wow. in itself. But 
like you know I think it's got that lyric what is it like you know said it wouldn't sell without you sold 5 million and you're just yeah. like that's actually the same Beyonce as we have now yeah, yeah. back then it sounded like you wrote it because it rhymed mm-hmm. but now okay I'm actually seeing this is you know a genuine part of you as well as it were mm-hmm. yeah mm. speaking of life how do you feel about bringing your record out on the road because obviously it's intensely personal that's always got to be a little yeah. odd to uh-huh. do in front of a room of strangers uh, it's totally grand like uh, before I would have sang about breakups and such things where I'd have to find a, 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 another certain meaning so I wouldn't feel so bad about the, the person that I was singing about or something but uh, with this one it's just uh, I looked at it as a kind of a, there was one song called Control which was about apologising for having uh, acted a complete douchebag at the start of a relationship and saying, well, I've got you now and I'll be able to do whatever I want with you. When it was like, no, it's this is absolutely not how it works. We are in this together and you don't treat me like shit and uh, we've got to work together. So I had to learn about compromise and relationship compromise and I had to learn that overrated. I don't get everything. <laughs> yeah, it's totally overrated. Uh, As Colm like, slumps back into his chair. <laughs> 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 this is overrated. <laughs> Um, Sorry, didn't your didn't your girlfriend deliberately go out like uh, like like on certain nights out recently so that you could watch the Olympics because she knew that you wouldn't participate for two weeks? Yeah, she was just kind of that's well, compromise, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast though, so I can say what I want, really, can't I? <laughs> well, I'm not wow. going to support your <laughs> it's, it's strange for, your yeah. strange relationship. <laughs> Sorry, Wallace, continue, please. Oh, jeez, let's talk about you. Yeah, let's get into the domestic here. <laughs> You should hear his new album. It's very yeah, yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's industrial kind of just yeah. He's well, finally he's finally gone to the, the most intimate place he ever he never oh, never thought right. that he could. Is it called Sprite? <laughs> it's called Machine actually. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it wasn't being used, so I was just like, "Fuck it, there's an opportunity it? here." Very good. Um, but playing live, didn't you do oh, a twelve-hour gig kind of recently enough? Yeah, I did Why? a two-hour workday today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, earlier on when you said um, when you said like you know my girlfriend works very little. Me and Colin looked at each other and nearly pissed ourselves because Colin went, Colin got into work today at what time? Four p.m. Wait, oh, that's really good. Incredible. Man, if you can do it. I was working from home. Though. You should totally do that if you can do that. They're trying to invent a three-day work uh, weekend, and I think that is absolutely right. Yeah, We're working too way too much for. We're working way too much. We are. Yeah, we're in yeah. land farm. That sandwich like, yeah. that Cullum just scarfed down, that's his breakfast. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what, man? That's what you get for slagging me off for uh, for, for not getting dressed until half five uh, the previous week because I was working from home. At least I was working, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus sorry, well, it's 12-hour gig. Rain yeah. it in. <laughs> so I did like a two-hour gig on Monday and then, no, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was just, I did a 12-hour gig because I was sitting at in front of instruments on my own for way too many months, kind of growing a beard and not meeting other people. And because um, I was so intent, I was like, I have only a certain amount of time to do this record. So I was like, I'm not wasting it because I wasted my leave insert. I wasted all of my That's what I do. I love to do things at the last minute because I feel like that's my where I get that last minute fucking spurt of intensity but it don't work like that so I decided this time to anyway I'm talking a long time Mm. the 12 hour concert was because I'd grown uh, weird about playing in front of other people and I didn't have anything new to play for somebody so I said well if I play for 12 hours random shit in front of people for 12 hours I'll have to get rid of all of that 
on wanton and wanton energy. <laughs> yeah. It was great crack. Really? Um, yeah. Was it tiring? It was. Like physically even. It's, well, it's got to be. You get a new pair of gel soles <laughs> and all the rest of it. There was this one point like six hours in where I, I had absolutely used all I had and because I had this idea to do 12 hours straight up, no previous ideas, no planning, right? Just like go with the flow, invent new ideas. And by the time the sixth hour came, I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> and I was like with my head playing notes with my head on top of a piano and these guys <laughs> came up and were like, you know, let, we'll play a song. <laughs> and by the seventh hour, then it all just kicked off again and like seventh hour from onwards was a mess. Wow. Yeah. Well, how, do you feel now about your, how do you feel now about your two hour day today, Colm? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got shit done, you know. Yeah, man, you got shit done. There you go. That's the main thing. And what was the audience like? I mean, was there anyone that lasted the base? And were you concerned <laughs> why they were sitting there for 12 hours? Yeah. Uh, there, was, uh, there was a bunch of people. There was like 60 people that stayed for the whole thing. Wow, and awesome. Yeah, it was. And obviously, because I went for one toilet break and they went for no toilet break. So <laughs> it was like handing out nappies and <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> but we bought like pizzas and we gave out water and stuff like that to people and there was I had a real Michael Jackson moment there was a girl that fainted at the very last song she didn't move from her was seat it that good? one time <laughs> it was so good man it was so good but uh, she literally didn't like it was crazy she, she didn't leave her seat she didn't want to give up the seat for the 12 hours which I was like look well, you just go home, kind of. But, um, yeah, she fainted at the last song and she had to been, like, <laughs> brought out mosh pit style, you know, crowd surfing across wow. the crowd. But, yeah, I stayed for 12 hours and I was, like, mental. Was she being carried out at the last song? I swear While God, the last song was going? I, yeah. I Were you tempted God. to follow her through the crowd to finish your gig like, like that? I waved her goodbye. I was like, what's her name? Goodbye, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I felt wow. really bad for her, like... But uh, they brought I think her to should the have hospital. just kept playing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just right, that's one down, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna stop. Wait until until, a lot of you. <laughs> until you all drop. Fifty nine more years to go. I can, I can go all day. <laughs> oh man! And then I met her at the hospital and told her you missed the best song. Oh. <laughs> Devastating. A poor woman. Jesus. <laughs> sign, sign copy. Sign copy of the new record. I hope for for that one particular. Aww, yeah, what a fan. Not a bad idea at all, Dave. That's a good idea. We know you're obviously back in town New Year for Vicar Street, right? New Year's? No. Uh, for, oh, yeah. In ja- in, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant like New Year's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, no, yeah. no. Making plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's January, isn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you going to have more Irish dates or more dates around Europe around then as well? Or? Yeah, it'll be all go until uh, the end of April. Yeah. So it's like from I'll have five days off between now and the end of April. So... And every gig's 12 hours, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want my bloody <laughs> money's worth. Value for money, for sure. Uh, do you enjoy the kind of the promotional trail? I was talking to Lisa Hannigan recently, and this is her first record in five years. So she was kind of like, oh, I'm not used to it. Like, I'm kind of getting, yeah, even she had that reaction. Wow. She was like, really? Was it? And she was kind of like, oh, it's more like six, because obviously, you know, I recorded it a year before it came out. And she was like, fuck. And, like, but she was, you know, kind of like, yeah, like, it's good to get back into it. But I mean, like, you're, you're a bit more prolific. You know, it's been two years since your last record. It's kind of been a general every couple of years cycle for you so I mean I guess you're just probably totally used to 
hence being able to do a 12 hour gig I guess oh, no like I took I took the last uh, I took the last 20 months off I had I had no interest in doing anything other than uh, uh, stopping basically it was like too much of the same and to be honest now I'm like after taking that long break and after writing this record I'm just like uh, what's the point actually should I do the same thing over and over and over it's like does anyone care do I care um, is it just keeping a business alive do you know that me that way like mm. um, so I'm yeah that's why I wrote this record was kind of like maybe I need a long time off actually because I got really used to it five years since her last record though um, that is that's quick man Uh <laughs> Yeah, I rinsed her last record and I just heard her... It's not the kind of record you think someone would be rinsing, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's better than burning. No. <laughs> um, yeah, like I heard that, that new track um, song for the... Prayer for the Dying. Mm. And I was like, awesome. Okay, back into a whole new Lisa. It was very, it's very exciting. So, yeah, I don't know... Uh, I'm only doing records because I wanted to at the time. Uh, the last one was definitely because I had to. Mm-hmm. But this one was because I didn't have to. And so that's why I made it kind of because I don't have to. Because I think Lisa had kind of writer's block pretty bad for a couple she of did, years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, you know, touch wood, you seem not to suffer from that kind of thing. It's, yeah. It's just matter of working through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, she's like, I kind of asked her, I was like, you know, that had never happened to you before and what do you say to people who say that oh writer's block doesn't exist you know because people do say that whether it's you know musicians or whether it's you know like script writers or journalists or whatever and she was like well fucking lucky them you know like I mean it's definitely a real thing and yeah, yeah. but she was like saying what you just said like you gotta just push through it like, yeah I guess it just... can become a kind of self-fulfilling thing where oh I've got writer's block I can't do anything <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we've all had the odd days in hot press like come never to, come today uh, where, 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 where no work was being done <laughs> I don't think that's because of writer's block right <laughs> Writer's bed. Writer's block. Yeah, writer's bed. Precisely. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, like, is it kind of like, is it good to get to that stage now and be like, ah, look, you know, if the record works for me, great. Because I mean, like, you, you talked about architects and how, like, I mean, like, I guess looking back on the catalog, you're, you, like, it's not your favorite record, but this one by comparison seems to be one you're much more comfortable with. Because I mean, I, to go back to something you kind of said at the start of this was like, you know, I wrote about love, and you're almost apologetic, as people often are, but like. I haven't heard that many records I can point to without thinking about it where the artist is really happy throughout the narrative. And here's oh. here's one. And that's rare. And I kind of feel like it's interesting to kind of even like come at that from a different point of view. Like it's generally when someone goes, yeah, this is about love. It's obviously going to be a bit heartbreak. It's going to be about like unrequited love. Mm. But like the, yeah, fact that you've, yeah. the fact that you've made this kind of record and like and that it does coalesce while also being about positive emotions. I mean, like that alone is fucking, you know, how'd, how'd you do it, man? <laughs> oh, man. A lot of sex. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, did I just say that? Uh, with myself, I meant. You know? <laughs> that makes it better. <laughs> Please so saved it. Better. We <laughs> we would going? all have written loads of brilliant <laughs> records if that was the secret. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah. Tell me about your last uh, record, uh, Dave. <laughs> uh, what the one that got two stars in the Irish Times? No. <laughs> Oh, it's a very good dig now for uh, that now. Dave's question, by the way, was how do you do it? <laughs> how do you do it? What is music? <laughs> <laughs> what is music? Oh my god! I feel like yeah, I feel like I, I kind of uh, 
train kind of left the station there in the middle of that question. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I think, I think I think I was just more saying I was like, it's rare to hear a record that like you know there's genuine kind of I, I actually yeah. I mean and I, a tough thing to pull off yeah as you were saying I mean I guess you know me and you talk about this all the time like we can't stop Love. talking about the, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, can't, we, we can't stop talking about the Lost Under Heaven record from this year but like in which yeah. Lost Under Heaven um, okay. they're well it's like L-U-H but they've kind of changed it back to Lost Under Heaven at this point yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. there was a band called Woo Life the singer from that it's his new project and it's with his girlfriend actually and for the most part it's quite life affirming and it's my favourite record of the year and it's like but it's, I, I think it's that, that's very hard to pull off. Like I mean, like, like if I write a review of something, if it's bad, like like I went to see Suicide Squad, I wrote a one star review of it in about like an hour. Like it was nothing, okay. it was easy. But to, to write about something good and something that you liked, I always find to be a lot more difficult. So to kind of harness those kind of positive emotions and actually come out with something that isn't saccharine and isn't, mm-hmm. you know, just like cloying i guess i mean like yeah I'm, like it's it's very impressive well done <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm, that was a better question i'm gonna stop talking i'm gonna i'm gonna push the mic away oh my gosh uh, wow. I, I think we've probably covered most bases by now anyway and <laughs> any that weren't touched upon were definitely touched upon by dave there three minutes no questions <laughs> <laughs> tell me about uh it's my best dave fanny impression right <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit out you stopping for breaths okay yeah. <laughs> The album is called Home. Yeah. It's in shops September 30th, 30th, isn't it? 30th. Yeah, yeah. And Vicar Street in January. Exactly. We'll catch you then. Hopefully you'll come back on the show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you can't get rid of me now. Excellent. We look forward to it. Uh, Until then, uh, let's put our hands together one more time in that awkward clap from Wallace Bird. Oh my God, she's the best. She's amazing. <laughs> so that was Wallace Bird. Uh, yeah, she's pretty awesome. I think she's cooler than we are. I, I'm, I'm definitely cooler than I am. As you heard me stumbling many times throughout that episode, but it was good. It was a good time. We enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, like I say, I said at the start of the episode, make sure you check out her new record. Check out her tour dates as well, because she's in kind of the, hitting a rich vein of form in her career. We'll definitely have her back on the show soon. Uh, my name is Dave Hanready. As always, this has been No Encore. There will be No Encore. And to play us out this week, we'll have a track from the new Wallace Bird record, Home. I don't want to control you. That is not what I mean. Because at the heart of it, you own what I need. But it is true, like you say it is. I have been too sure that you'd be a part of this. Let's go back to the start of it I thought I couldn't lose you I left your worries aside And did what I always do It made you run and hide I, I, I am such a fool Such a fool, such a fool Too cool I want to restart this Get back to the heart of it Can you put it in your heart? Do you know what I'm asking? Protection, protection Can you just in me? That I know what I'm asking Connection, connection Don't you know what we're standing for? Don't you know what we stand to lose? It's a love
This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.